Uh, and so to facilitate that, in just a moment, I'm going to invite all of the kids who are age 12 and under uh, to come and sit up here on the front. You can get one of these carpet squares uh, if you are 12 and under. But that doesn't mean that the teens among us who are older than 12 do not need to pay attention to today's text. Uh, you absolutely do. Okay, yes. Eye contact. Uh, I'm, ju- I'm just trusting you as older children who are still living at home that you can pay attention even from your seats back there. I also hope for the adults that we can learn uh, some common vocabulary to use with our kids so that they have heard and that we can use uh, with them uh, to, to come together as the body of Christ and to shepherd these children um, whom God has given into your particular care together. Uh, so today our passage uh, is only about is only four verses from Ephesians, but they are really really important. So kids, if you're 12 and under, come on up uh, and grab a seat here, uh, and then we will get started. And I'm going to sit down here. So if anybody needs to change anything, we can be here. You can sit right there for now. Good, perfect. Alright guys, come on up. Okay, alright, so kids, uh, the verses that we're going to read today are really, really important. There are only four of them, but they are super important. And they're going to tell you how you can be a wise child who is living at home. Did you know that you can be wise? You don't have to grow up to be wise. You can be wise at 12 or you can be wise at nine, or you can be wise at six, or you can be wise at two. You can be wise even as children. And if you are, then God will give you the best gift that he can. He will give you himself if you are wise. So this morning, let's start with a short activity, okay? Um, So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you to obey my instructions, okay? And if you obey my instructions, then I will give you a gift, okay? Do you think you can all do that? Can you do that? Obey my instructions? Yes. Yes. All right. I knew you could. Here are my instructions. I want you to obey (laughs) Jaden. Okay? My instructions of obedience to you are to obey Jaden. All right. As long as he is obeying me, you obey him. You got it? All right. Tell them all to stand up. Stand up. Good job. Okay. Tell them all to do three jumping jacks. Do three jumping jacks. All right. Very good. Tell them all to squat down. Squat down. Now tell them all to jump as high as they can. Yes, good job. Okay, now tell them all to sit back down on their squares. Okay, now sit back down on their Very good. Okay, awesome. Great job. Now, you all obeyed me by obeying Jaden, so I'm going to give you a treat. So here you go. Jaden, would you pass these out to them, please? Thank you. So you guys can eat these while we're talking. I'll give these to you guys here. Aiden, also, would you pass some of those out? You don't eat all of those. <laughs> pass them, pass them out. Okay, there we go. Great job, thanks, Jaden. Okay, so I want to ask you guys some questions about that activity. Did everybody get one? 
I want to ask you guys some questions about that activity um, that we just did. And you can raise your hand uh, if you'd like to answer, okay? Um, who were you obeying when you did all of those things? Yes. You were obeying Jaden, okay? Does anybody else have a, a thought about that too? That's correct. You were absolutely obeying Jaden. Yes. Yes. Well, you were obeying Jaden and obeying me, right? By obeying Jaden, you were obeying me. Very good. That's right. Okay. So you were obeying both of us, right? In that, in that example. Um, that's awesome because you got to obey both of us at the same time, right? So why did you obey Jaden and me? Why did you do it? Yes. Okay, it would make you wise. That's very good. So wisdom, right? Because I was telling you in that example, I was like God and Jaden was like your parents. Okay, so obeying me led to wisdom. That's very good. What else was something that, that you obeyed me for? Yeah. Yes, that's right. So you heard him. And then you knew that he was talking for me, so you obeyed him. That's very good. Yes. This is right. Very good. That's what the Bible says to do, right? So that's the verse. You said exactly the verse that we are going to be talking about this morning, okay? So um, you obeyed us because it would be good for you. It would go well with you. And that's, we're going to talk about what does it mean that this is right this morning, what would you have done if Jaden had told you to do something that I didn't tell him to say? That's a tricky one. Yeah. You wouldn't be following God. Perfect. That's really, really good, guys. Right? So that's our illustration this morning of, of what we're going to be talking about. And as we read, I'm about to read uh, this passage, Ephesians 6, uh, 1 through 4. And I want you to listen carefully, guys, for three words, okay? Listen for these three words. And when you hear these three words, raise your hand up, okay? So when you hear the first word, raise your hand up. The next word, raise your hand up, okay? Here are the three words. Listen for... Uh, I lost it. There we go. Listen for the word obey. Listen for the word promise. And listen for the word Lord, okay? So, yes, I said them all right now. Yes, good. So, obey, promise, and Lord. And that is what you're listening for, so raise your hand up. Okay, here we go. We're going to read it. Hands down until you hear the words. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Children, obey your parents in the Lord. You can just raise your hand when you hear it. Okay. Uh, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. Nice. That it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Very good. Okay. All right. So verse 1 and 2 tell you as children what you should be doing. Who heard what it was? What should you do as children? Be wise. This is, this is how we're going to be wise. What did that verse say? Karis, you had it before. Go ahead again. Obey your parents in the Lord, right? That is what you should be doing. And it says also, honor your father and mother. So this is like me in our activity telling you to obey Jaden because uh, as long as what he is telling you to do is what I told him to do. 
Um, you can sit down, Jaden, if you want to. Thank you. That was good. That was good help. Thanks. Um, so my first application for you guys this morning is that you need to know what God is telling you. Okay? What does God want you to do so that you can obey both him and your parents? Like you said, if you had just, if, if he was telling you something I hadn't told you, you wouldn't be obeying God. So you have to know what God is telling you to do. So, Aiden, how can you know what God wants you to do? Okay, through people who are wise and who can tell you uh, the, the things that God is telling you. Very good. All right, Joshua, what else? How can you know what God's word is? By reading the Bible. Very good. Yes, that's right. So we can listen to the wise adults that God has put in our lives, but we have to know by reading the Bible if that's what God is telling you to do, right? So read your Bible with your family or read your Bible on your own. Um, you can do all of those things and that will help you to be wise because if your parents are doing what God wants them to do, and uh, we'll get to that in just a moment, adults, so hang on, um, then they will be helping you not just do good things by obeying them, but also to obey God, and you will be obeying both God and your parents at the same time. So that means that the second application for, that I have for you is to obey your parents in the Lord. All right, raise your hand if your parents tell you to be kind to your siblings or your friends. Raise your hand if they ever tell you that. Aiden, I know I tell you that. <laughs> Do you have, okay, yes, right? So did you know that God tells you, that God also tells you to love them, even to love your enemies, not just your friends, is also what God tells you. So your parents tell you that, and God tells you that. You can obey them both. Raise your hand if your parents tell you not to complain or to fuss when they tell you to do something. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, everybody. I knew it. Okay. All right. Did you know that God tells you that when you don't complain, you are being like a light that points people to God? So God tells you to not fuss and complain when your parents tell you, and your parents tell you you can obey them both. All right, raise your hand if your parents tell you not to lie. Yes, right? Okay, did you know that God says that lying is the language of the devil, but God will always, always speak the truth, right? So when you obey your parents not to lie, you are obeying both God and your parents. Okay, so obey your parents in the Lord, all right? So, let's say that together. What should you do? Say it all together. Obey your parents in the Lord. Very good. All right, now, that's what you should do. Let's think about why you should do that. Verse 3 talks a lot about why you should obey your parents in the Lord. It says that this is the first commandment with a promise. Okay? Um, and this is a commandment that God has given us and or God has given you, and it also gives you a promise. Where else in the Bible does it talk about God giving commandments? Yes, Joshua. 
in Exodus, right? Yes, very good. Exodus and also Deuteronomy are the two books of the Bible that talk about God giving commandments. Who knows what that story is called, what we talk about? Let's say, Asa, do you know? No? Okay, okay all right. Anybody else? Yes. The Ten Commandments, right? So where, where God talks about giving his commandments to his people in Exodus, which you got, and, and also Deuteronomy. And those two books of the Bible talk a lot about God's promises, right? Um, and the promise is outlined in verse 3. That it may go, how, Aiden? It may go well with you. That you will live long in the land, right? Very good. So in those Old Testament books of Exodus and Deuteronomy, the land that God is promising his people is not just about the dirt or the trees or the mountains or the rivers, right? The land is, is about a promise that God made to his people that if they obeyed him, he would make a special place where they could live with him and be close with him, right? So this is like the promise that I made to you uh, in our activity that I would give you that treat if you obeyed me by obeying Jaden, right? But God's promise is way, way better than fruit snacks, right? <laughs> right? Even though that was good, that was a good promise that I gave you, God's promise is so much better, what is the best promise that God could give you? The best thing. This is a bit of a tricky one. Yeah. Eternal life. Okay. Eternal life. And even more than just eternal life, because that's part of it. If you lived forever, but you were all alone and you weren't with anybody else and you weren't with anyone who loved you, would that be a good thing or a bad thing? That would be a bad thing, right? So just life by itself isn't, isn't quite enough. Yeah. Yes, eternal life with God, right? He can give you himself that he will be with you forever. And that is the best gift that God can give you. Why? Because God is like a dad who loves you more than anything else. He loves to just spend time with you. In fact, he needs all time to spend with you. He doesn't even want to just spend your life with you. He wants to spend all of time with you. And he wants to give you good gifts. And he wants to, to help you through the hard things. That's the kind of God that he is. So, if you get God, if he gives you himself, that's the best gift that he could give you. Being close to your father is better than fruit snacks, right? Okay, or it's better than anything else that you could even think of. So God's promise here is that if you obey your parents in the Lord, he will give you the gift of knowing him more closely, right? All right, now, will, and that's the picture that your parents are to you as you obey them. Will your parents ever perfectly hear God and never make any mistakes? No. No. They will not. Will you perfectly obey your parents and never make any mistakes? No, No, you will not. So by obeying your parents in the Lord, you will receive God's promise of being close to him. But normally, if we aren't perfect, being close to God is very, very scary. Okay, we couldn't be close to God if we weren't perfect. 
except that God sent his own child, his son, Jesus, to be close, to, to obey him perfectly so for each of you, right? So God sent Jesus to be perfect for you so that you could be close to God forever, closer than should even be possible, even though you're not perfect and your parents aren't perfect either, right? So that means that when you don't obey God, or sorry, when you don't obey God by obeying your parents in the Lord, then that's kind of like saying, I don't really want the promise that God gave me. I don't really want to be close to God. I would rather do things my own way than obey God by obeying your parents. So one more application for you is this. I want you to remember why you should obey your parents. Not just to do good things, but so that you can know God more closely, right? All right, so why you should obey your parents is to know God more closely. Let's say that together. Why should you do it? Uh, sorry, sorry. Why should you uh, obey your parents in the Lord? To know God more closely. Very, very good. All right. Let's practice that right now before we finish, okay? So, if your parents say, share with your brother, Brielle, what should you do? Yes, share. That's right. Why should you share? To know, let's all say that together, to know God more closely. Very good. Okay? And if your parents uh, tell you, tell me the truth about whether or not you stole something, like candy or something else, what should you do, Addie? Tell them the truth, right? Yes, you should tell them the truth. Why should you tell them the truth? To know God more closely. Very good. That's how it will go well with you, right? It will go well with you by knowing God more. If you tell them the truth, does that mean you won't get in trouble? Mm -mm, You might. You might still get in trouble, right? Um, But it does mean even if you get in trouble for telling the truth, you will be doing, you will be obeying God and so you will know him more closely, even if you get in trouble, right? All right, and that brings us, uh, that's the best thing that you could ever get. And that brings us to our final point where I'm going to talk this morning to the parents, okay? So thank you, kids. Um, you guys hang on for just one minute, uh, and I will talk to the parents, and then I'll send you back, okay? You can just set it right there. Just set it on the ground. That's fine. Okay, so... Let's read verse 4, parents. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. That's your job, fathers, especially as the head of your family, to facilitate bringing these children into the closeness that we just talked about with the Lord. Why? So that they can be disciplined by him. Your children have been commanded to obey you in the Lord so that 
they can know the Lord more closely. And that means that you have likewise been commanded to shepherd them into that closeness. And I'll let you know how you can do that. By obeying him. So that you can know him more closely. You will be disciplining and instructing your kids every day. In everything that you do. But the question that's implied for us adults is whether or not you will be doing this in the Lord or in yourself. So do you teach your children this obedience so that they will know the Lord or so that they will not interrupt your more important work? Do you represent God to them in loving correction in the proper time? Or do you just do whatever is easiest in the moment and will cause the least turmoil? The danger here in leading your family in any way other than in complete obedience to the Lord is that you will provoke your children to anger. Anger at you, certainly, yes. But more importantly, anger at the Lord because you will not be drawing them Closer to him. In fact, you will be pushing them farther from him. And I confess that I have done this and disciplined my children in both of those examples this morning uh, on the way to church. Uh, I've done this. And so I am so grateful for Jesus who perfectly obeyed his father for me and for my family for the adults and the kids, so that we can all draw closer to the Lord together. So your application this morning, fathers, is to raise your children up in the Lord. Make sure that the instruction that you are giving them is consistent with his instruction. You are all Jaden here this morning. You need to listen carefully and give the correct instruction. And you will do that the same way that the kids do. By drawing closer to him. Read his word with yourself, by yourself, and with your family. Know it intimately and speak it over them every single day. Perhaps the best way to show your children how to obey the Lord is to live by example. To obey the Lord before them. And you know, or, and know that you are his child through Jesus. So obey him and you will know him more closely as well. Let's pray. Father God, I pray for all of these children. God, these, these young ones whom you have given into our families. Lord, you've done this on purpose, uh, that we could draw closer to you. And God, that we could shepherd them to draw closer to you, God. Thank you for making these families. Lord, we are not perfect. God, we fail, we make mistakes. Lord, but we know that that is why we need you. God, we need your son, Jesus. 
uh, more than anything else. So Lord, draw us closer to you. And Lord, I pray for these kids that they would draw closer to you. May they all know you, Father, and depend on you. Amen.